Chirp Radio's First Time is a quarterly live lit and music series recorded at Martyrs in North Center. The theme this round was First Try. You can never predict the exact moment in your life when you're going to be invited by a coworker turned friend to come play in their sex dungeon. But looking back, I suppose the pieces do fit together coherently. Really, this whole thing started when I won a dirty Christmas caroling contest at a burlesque ballet performance entitled The Slutcracker. Picture Boston in the depths of winter. It was the dawn of 2009. President Obama was freshly elected, not even sworn in yet. And we were all breathing a collective sigh of relief that the human dumpster fire Sarah Palin wasn't going to somehow end up just a heartbeat away from the most important seat of our government. That was the worst case scenario back then. My God. What an innocent time to be alive. I was hosting a New Year's Eve party, and I'd had just enough champagne to proudly announce to my guests that I won first place just a week prior in the aforementioned Dirty Contest. They had announced at the top of the burlesque show that they needed three volunteers to come on stage, and someone was going to win a prize. I was pretty close to the front. I have no discernible sense of shame, and I love prizes. So I ran up on stage, and I had about 45 seconds to adulterate a verse of a classic Christmas carol and then belt it out for the audience. Uh, The other contestants phoned it in. You know, jingle balls, silver balls. So, of course, I took home the prize for my rendition of I Saw Mommy Fisting Santa Claus. Ah! imagination. One of the guests at this party was a friend of mine named Alexa, a co-worker whom I had instantly bonded with. We were piloting an outside-of-work friendship, and it was going very well. So well, in fact, that she approached me a few days after that party uh, with an invite of her own to a very special get-together that she and her partner were hosting at their home, She was making pretty intense eye contact with me, reading my face for either positive reactions or abject horror. Uh, In the moment, as she explained that it was something called a play party, there are elaborate rules. And although its secondary function is a lovely evening of socialization among friends, its primary function is for boning. I, uh, I may have paraphrased that last part. I did black out for part of that conversation. <laughs> Not because I was scandalized. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, I was elated. Just imagine someone sitting you down and telling you with conclusive proof that the wizarding world of Harry Potter is 100% real <laughs> and then handing you your admissions letter to Hogwarts 
and then like winking at you and saying, by the way, when you get there, Dumbledore's gonna fuck you with this platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> Couple of perverts in the audience tonight. I'm into <laughs> I asked Ale- <laughs> I asked Alexa later what cemented her resolve to invite me into her hallowed fet community uh, and it really was that moment on New Year's Eve maybe it was the mention of burlesque maybe it was the fisting maybe it was the shiny steel nipple clamps that I was waving around announcing check out this sweet prize I just won uh, but uh, <laughs> Alexa simply stated that I Gave off a vibe. (laughs) And thank God, you know, my Midwestern features are both a blessing and a curse. Look at this broad, honest face. I am a contemporary Betty Crocker. I've got the sweet, soft, lilting voice of an Episcopalian youth minister. I'm as enticing as cream cheese frosting. By which I mean, I get away with a lot. But, 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 the downside is, to this day, years later, after all the weird shit that I have and do regularly get up to, I still mostly attract, like, super straight-laced, like, religious dudes who just, like, cannot wait to introduce me to their mother. To which I'm just like, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe, like, this mom of yours she hot? You know, like, picks first, you know what I'm saying? So suffice it to say, it was that fateful moment when someone finally picked picked up on my true vibe. Uh, And I was introduced to the upside down that is now uh, a big part of my identity, community, and lifestyle. But I don't want to talk to you guys about meta stuff tonight. I want to talk to you about the dungeon. How do I set the scene? Alexa and her partner had a two-story house on the south side of Boston. The top floor was a series of private rooms equipped with a variety of furniture. (laughs) Beds! Sure. But also some homemade stuff. Spanking benches, a pretty impressive cage, just big enough for someone to fit in uncomfortably. Alexa's partner was a gifted craftsman and handyman. A few years later, and this is, all this is true, uh, when they got engaged, their wedding registry was not your typical Macy's or Target. Oh no, they registered at Home Depot. (laughs) The ground floor was neutral territory. Think of it like a standard potluck setup. People coming in in waves, carrying bottles of wine, covered Pyrex dishes, convivial chatting, people taking off their coats, various stages of undress underneath those coats. Uh, You know, people were either milling around in the kitchen or hanging out in the living room like you do. Some cuddling and flirting was allowed, and someone did stand up and give a very quick and useful tutorial on rope play and introductory knots. Uh, But no, no out-and-out fucking on the potluck floor. And then there was the basement. I have 
come to learn in the kink community, sometimes the word dungeon really just refers to any space loosely outfitted for BDSM play. I mean, aesthetically, it can range from like a blade-style public club uh, <laughs> to, uh, to somebody's office slash spare bedroom with just like an elaborate goodie closet, you know? Uh, but, <laughs> but this basement, it was dark, dank, creepy, and candlelit. It was like walking through a haunted house, except the sounds of moaning and rattling chains was not pre-recorded. It was about as dungeony as a dungeon can get, maybe with one notable anachronism. It was wired for surround sound. And friends, Evanescence was just blaring. Just blaring, like the whole time. Did y'all even know that Evanescence has more than one album? I didn't even know they had more than two songs, but I will tell you, that night and every other play party I went to at Alexa's dungeon, Evanescence was the soundtrack of choice. So I just, I just need you to keep the sounds of my immortal in your head as I walk you through some quick visuals. And listen, I know. Fifty Shades of Grey has made us all real cynical about red rooms and sex genes, but I'm just going to take a second to remind you one more time, magic is real. So, all right, so, of course, there was a full array of whips, cuffs, gags, and other various flogging accoutrements lining the back wall. There was a naked woman on a platform, writhing while a dude decked out in black leather pants dripped candle wax all over her naked body. There was another lady trussed up like a roast chicken in the corner. I didn't know the exact context of that scene, but I got the sense that she had done something very bad and she was in a time out. And there was a blindfolded dude strapped spread eagle to a medieval-style St. Andrew's cross, which is traditionally for torture, but he did not seem to mind. <laughs> and you could just walk around and watch all of this stuff. Like, watching is a whole thing. I discovered this bit almost accidentally. It was my first time dipping my proverbial toe into waters this deep, so I had no idea what I was doing. I was just, like, trying to play it cool. Like, hey. Oh, hey, hi, hello. My, my, name, oh my, my name is Anna. Wow. I'm just here to watch. Uh, but, but I very quickly learned that that phrase in particular, it's like saying open sesame at a play party. Uh, because for every person who says, I just want to watch, uh, at least three exhibitionists come trotting over uh, with very compelling invitations. <laughs> Which is really kind of beautiful, you know? Top, bottom, dumb, sub, voyeur, exhibitionist. There really is a lid for every pot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try everything that night, uh, but I really only managed a bunch of shameless gawking, uh, which was perfect, 
and pretty prophetic. And so I'll just close with a shout out to any exhibitionists out there tonight. Hey, hi, hello. My name is Anna and I'm just here to watch. Just can't. 